Are you looking for unique ways to connect your children to God? Today, we're going to talk about two incredible children's books that uses numbers and food to introduce God into your children's story time. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Today, I have Irene's son on the show. Irene was born in Malaysia to parents who gave their lives to the Lord. For the sake of the gospel, they moved across cultures and continents many times. She studied literature at Yale University, where she holds a master's degree in religion, and she also studied the Old Testament at Trinity Evangelical Divinity School, where she holds a master's degree in theology. She is a Bible teacher and the author of the picture books, God Counts, Numbers in His Word and His World, and Taste and See, all about God's goodness. And I'm telling you, these two books are just beautiful, and your children are going to love them. Welcome to the show, Irene. Thank you so much, Leanne. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we are happy to have you as well. And I know we talked a bit earlier that you just got over COVID. So I know how hard that was probably, right? And now you're asking, you know, I'm asking you to be on the show to talk. So feel free to clear your voice if you need to. Yeah, thank you. The Lord was so, so kind. You know, it was when our bodies are weak, then we know that we need to depend on Him. That is wonderful. We need our health. So what inspired you to write your book, God Counts? Before we do that, I just want to share a couple little readings from it because it's really, really great. So for the number three, you said three tells us that God loves us. Jesus died in our place on the cross at three o'clock. Jesus rose again on the third day to make us a part of his family. And then you have the Bible references on that page for you and the children to look up. And then the number four, I'm just going to read that also. Four tells us God made everything beautiful. God made four rivers in the Garden of Eden and four wings on every butterfly. There are four creatures before God's throne singing, Holy, 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 the Lord Almighty God. And the illustrations are adorable. So I just love this book. And can you tell us what was the motivation to write this book? Yes. So I had a two-year-old at the time who's now 12. He loved numbers. And because he was two years old, it was really hard for him to listen to the stories of the Bible. And so I just thought, well, I still want to tell him about God and he loved numbers. And I just put the two together. And so I thought, why not tell him the numbers in the Bible? And so I would just draw with, you know, pen and paper, like five loaves of bread and two fish. And we would count one, two, three, four, five and count two fish. And it was just this wonderful time of him feeling so loved that God would put all of these numbers in the Bible because he loved numbers. And so I also love that each of these numbers tell us something very distinct about God. So thank you so much for reading the numbers three and four. And when we get to five, we read that number five tells us that God is a God who speaks. Because there are five books that Moses wrote in the beginning. And did you know that there are also five books in the book of Psalms? So whenever the number five comes up, it's because this is how God sustains us, which is through his word. And so like in the book of Matthew, there are five loaves of bread 
And that coincides with Jesus giving sermons in the book of Matthew. And there's also the verse, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And so it is not an accident that there were five loaves of bread and there are five books in the Psalms that Moses wrote. Because God is intentional. Mm-hmm. He does things intentionally. And it's great that you, you know, grasp that concept. And you had said when we were talking before the interview that when you would read Bible stories to your little one, he would scream, the end, the end, to stop. Yes, at page two. <laughs> at page two. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but then you wrote this book with the numbers, and it was like a whole different child. He was engaged in the reading. Mm-hmm. He's making connections. So he's making connections between the world that he sees with the spiritual world, which is the God who he cannot see, but he felt so loved by this God because this God put a lot of numbers in the Bible. (laughs) That is just so cute. And so how has that appreciation for numbers and patterns in the Bible changed your life, you know, as you go about your daily life and relationship with others? Do Do you notice that more often now? Oh, yes. And, you know, I'm a person who journals. And so I think that that's one of the ways that I just recount God's faithfulness in my life. For example, dates are so important to me. I'm one of those people. I don't remember like the big anniversaries, but I remember really obscure anniversaries. Like this is the first Sunday we went to church or like this is the first Sunday I talked to you or, you know, it's just I I have these obscure dates in my mind because I see these numbers as telling us that God is a God who cares about all the details of our lives. Yeah. And as you go about, you probably point out these number patterns. Like if you buy seven of something, you say, well, Mm -hmm. that's the number of completion. God is working in our world through the various ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love Mm -hmm. that. So this second book is just beautiful. I, I love both books, but this this is like a little favorite of my taste and see. It transforms the way we think about food. So what does it mean to eat with Christ? You know, where do we begin? You know, food is one of those things in life where it engages all of our senses, our tastes, what we see, what we touch, what we smell, and even what we hear. Because if you think about it, food makes noise, you know, the crunch of the bacon or the beeping of my coffee maker or the hustle and bustle of the kitchen, you know, all of these things gives us new memories. And I think to eat with Christ is to have all of our senses engaged, to know that this is a good gift that God has given to us. If you think about it, food is the first gift that God gave to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. He prepared the table and then he made the creatures. So the feast was prepared even before he invited them to come into the garden. There's the feast at the end of the book of Revelation. And even in Revelation, we see that the Bible ends with the marriage supper of the Lamb. And so food is there in Genesis all the way to Revelation. And, you know, we need to eat. And so that is one way that food points us to the gospel. We need the bread of life or we die. And, you know, it's 
good to understand, too, that feast in Revelation, we are going to partake at that feast, at that table for all eternity. So it's a feast forever. And we all love food, right? And we're, we don't have to worry about gaining weight or any or, you know, being sick. It's going to be that table is going to always be open. It's a banquet forever and ever. It's not Amen. something that's just one day. So let me read a little section real quick mm-hmm. of Taste and See, all about God's goodness. Jesus is the living bread. Choose and follow him instead. Sons and daughters, have a seat. Children, listen at his feet. Jesus giving bread and fish. Jesus better than you wish. Jesus, light of truth and grace. Eat with Jesus face to face. Taste and see the Lord is good. All our needs he understood. Grace and mercy deep and wide. Steadfast love is by your side. Again, I just think this is just a unique concept, a new story to grab the imagination and the hearts of children through Taste and See and through Mm -hmm. your counting book. Can you tell us a little bit about the special features in the back of Taste and See? Yes. So in the back of Taste and See, you will find a recipe. Actually, there are two recipes in the back of Taste and See. One is an actual recipe where you can make manna cookies with your children out of sesame seeds. And the next recipe is how to teach your child biblical theology. And what I mean by biblical theology is that we are tracing the theme of food from Genesis to Revelation and how they are completely consistent. So if you think about all the stories from the beginning of the Bible. Like, so for example, when the Israelites were rebelling against Yahweh in the wilderness, God sent manna. And then there is the angel baking a cake on hot rocks when Elijah was running away from Jezebel. Or when Jesus was feeding the 5,000 people or 5,000 men, not including women and children after the murder of John the Baptist, or when Jesus served the Passover meal before his disciples betrayed him. In all of these instances of food, of God feeding his people, it was either before or after a great rebellion. So in the Bible, food is never a reward. Food is never a lollipop that you give to your child if they've been sitting really nicely at the doctor's office. Food is always grace. You know, even for us as grownups, sometimes we reward ourselves with a big bowl of ice cream because we've been quote unquote good for the day. But in the Bible, his people never deserve to be fed because they are always either rebelling either before or after God feeds them. So that's what I mean by biblical theology. It It is food is a picture of grace, grace that we do not deserve because we are rebellious people. Absolutely. And we don't deserve anything. (laughs) It's only by the grace of God that we get anything and through his mercy. So Mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you for being on the show, Irene. Uh, I hope our listeners will go out and get your two books, Taste and See, All About God's Goodness by Irene Sun and God Counts, Numbers in His Word and in His World. Oh, thank you, Leanne. I'm just so grateful for all the work that you are doing in the world. Thank you for encouraging young young mothers like me who are still in the thick of things, in the trenches, so to speak. And so we 
just look to older women who has gone before us. And we're just so grateful that you are helping us with all the resources that you are putting out in the world. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you. And keep writing. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you, Irene. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.